Hey there. Welcome to the Open Table Podcast. My name's Unique, and I'm the host of this show. I'm so glad you could stop by because guess what? You're here for a reason. This is a safe space for young adults to have open and candid conversations about various topics that impact our lives. We're here to share experiences, knowledge, and nuggets of wisdom. From life itself and relationships to starting careers and personal development, we talk about it all here. I truly hope to foster growth and a community with all of you listening. This podcast will bring transparency to the conversation. Welcome to the Open Table Podcast. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we jump into the episode, um, I just wanted to thank you all so much for your support and just for listening to the podcast. Um, for those of you have who have decided to stick around, I really appreciate that. Um, and I know that right now we are getting into the holiday season. Christmas is not that far away. And this is a very, very important time in, um, in a lot of people's lives, With the, given the fact that we've had a pandemic and so many people have lost loved ones. So it can be very difficult celebrating the holidays without certain ones in your life. And so I really thought that it was important to talk about healing today. I really think that um, it's important that we discuss real stories and real people who and real people who have dealt with a lot of things in life and just um, and sadly, people deal with tragedies of losing a loved one. And so as we approach the holiday season and Christmas and New Year's, I believe it's important that we just continue to pour into people um, because you never know what someone is going through. And so I really hope that with today's episode that you can take something away from it um, and that hopefully it will give you a spark of hope, whether if you have, if this is your first holiday or um, first holiday without, without a certain person in your life, um, or if it has been several years and you're continuing to go on throughout the years and the holidays without loved ones. And so I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I loved it personally, and it was just so real and raw, and it gets emotional as well. So I just want to prep you all for that. But I also just know that this story just needs to be heard. Um, it's a beautiful testimony, and I really hope you guys enjoy Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Um, welcome to the Open Table Podcast. And today I have a very, very special guest with me. Um, I just want you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from, and what you're doing, and just anything you want us to know about you. Well, thank you, Unique, for having me on your podcast. My name is Angela Surrett. I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, born and raised. Of course, I have to give a shout out to my high school, Booker T. Washington High School. Um, so, yeah, I attended University of Tulsa um, to get my uh, bachelor's in psychology, minor biology. Then I went on to attend the Oklahoma State University. Um, I got my uh, master's degree in healthcare administration. And then I also received a public health um 
graduate certificate as well. So I have worked in higher ed for almost eight years. I did leave that sector this year to go into the nonprofit world. So I'm really excited to get my feet wet there. Um, I do work for a nonprofit that actually helps the community um, get jobs you know, through short-term technical training, or they can go through, you know, get help with soft skills or resume building, financial literacy, um, and we can also do direct job placement. So my program, Do North, focuses on um, districts one and three in North Tulsa, which is a a heavily underserved, underprivileged area. So, and I grew up in North Tulsa, so what a way to give back. Exactly. So, like, tell us a little bit, um, now that you mentioned, like, um, just transitioning from um, like one career path to another, like how has that transition been for you going from a higher education to now working for a nonprofit? Um, is this somewhere you thought you could see yourself being in the past or um, how do you feel about that as, um, as far as just the transition goes and um, where you're heading in that, in that direction? Yeah, so I probably never saw myself leaving higher ed because I was so focused on student support, you know, getting them from point A to point B, um, you know, going out recruiting with, you know, at different universities and different community events and letting individuals know that if you are thinking that, you know, being a medical doctor or a physician assistant is your career path, like I was all things that. And then talking about, you know, the disadvantages in the healthcare system, um, the, you uh, the livable gap, the economic gap between different um, neighborhoods. You know, I was all focused on those things because we know that the healthcare system um, isn't the best, and we know there's you know health disparities within the within the healthcare system. So I was like, okay, this is my passion. I love helping students reach their goal. We need more diversity in healthcare. We need diversity in medicine. Mm-hmm. So. You know, sometimes God speaks to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, most people may say, like, no, he doesn't. But for me, no, he speaks to me all the time. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's a quiet whisper. Sometimes it's right in your face. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it was it was some quiet conversations, but also like, hey, Angela, you need to make this change. And sometimes God will be like, you know what? If you don't take heed to what I say, um, I'm definitely going to make you see that you need to make that change. Um, So yeah, some challenges were definitely thrown in my, in my pathway. And I had a conversation with my parents and I was like, you know what? I need out. I need out of higher ed. It's not that I still don't want to serve the students because they were my passion. um, But I think I can use my talents um, of leadership, entrepreneurship, you know, in my background in healthcare to actually help the community um, boots on the ground more. And the fact that I, have such a spirit of recruitment because I've been doing it for so long. Um, it just it was right up my alley to go into the nonprofit world to be more hands on and more focused on the community and not kind of pigeon held or bottled down into one sector. Mm-hmm. I love that, and I love the fact that you can really, really get hands on, like just with the community. Um, I think that's just something that's just so beautiful just to be able to have a career that focuses primarily on that and just creating opportunities for people. Um, And so I know it has been a very rough couple of years just and just being honest, like with everyone, I think everybody can agree it's kind of been a rough couple of years just because life is not normal anymore. And we're trying to get back to that or at least create a new normal. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw on Instagram the other day that we're entering our junior year of COVID. (laughs) So like we're entering our third year of COVID now. 
um, in 2022. And so, so many people have been impacted in so many ways, um, including yourself. And so I wanted to um, see if you could talk about, you know, just the impact that COVID has has had on you personally, the people around you in in your relationships with people. How has it affected you, um, whether it be emotionally, mentally, or physically? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I was affected by COVID. Uh, my personally, myself, I had COVID December twenty twenty, um, and just I'm just going to go right into it. My boyfriend, uh, fortunately, was uh, was impacted by COVID as well. He did not survive COVID. Um, he also had other health ailments as well. Uh, I think he had pneumonia and some heart issues. So with all of that, he did succumb to COVID. With that that messed me up. I was um, an emotional mess. Um, Wasn't expecting that. Um, And I'm going to go full circle with this. So May 2020, I, for some reason, you know, when you grew up, when you grow up in the church and you're, you're heavily in the church and you know what God needs you, you know how, you know, you need to save your soul. And you're a little kid, you're brought to church, you listen, but as an adult, you have to make the choice to stay and keep that connection with God in that relationship. Yeah. And I told myself, just because I was raised in it, doesn't mean I'm going to veer off and, you know, and do something else. I made the choice to keep God the center of my life and keep my faith strong. Um, and I have done that. Um, and I'm still going strong even to this day. But I don't know, May 2020, something happened, something clicked. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, you know, God, I want to have a deeper relationship with you. I need it. Um, you're, you're the one that wakes me up every day, keeps me going. Um, and I rely on you every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I can't explain the feeling, but I know something changed. I felt brighter. I felt better. I smiled bigger. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read the Bible more. I wanted to delve more into devotionals and I wanted to have this relationship. And since that day, it has been strong. I have literally not missed a day reading devotionals. I'm almost like 500 in like 34 days. I remember into, you talking about yes, this. Yes, into reading devotionals. And I keep up with it because it helps me maintain mm-hmm. my faith and my spirituality. Um, and then also, I don't know, ask me, shall I receive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know, God, I've been single for like eight years. I don't know why I'm single, but I'm just going to, you know, let your will be done. And if you want someone to connect with me, Hey, let's do it. Uh, So fast forward. So that whole time, May 2020, my life changed spiritually, kept my faith growing stronger. And then um, it was around late June, early July, um, got this message um, from Greg's little sister. And she asked me, like, are you single? And I'm like, yes. Um, She's like, I think you and my brother would hit it off. And I'm like, okay. I said, well, great, because your brother just added me on Facebook. Okay. Um, so I said, if he <laughs> wants to talk to me, he make the first move. Mm-hmm. And so literally Jul- July 4th hits. I was like, okay, maybe he's shy. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. So July 4th, I was like, happy 4th of July, Greg. And he messaged, uh, messages me back and was like, oh, you beat me to it. And I was like, well, we can act like I never messaged you first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and so literally from that day forward, we never stopped talking. Um, month later, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And we were together for 
five wonderful months until he succumbed to COVID. December 17th was actually a year was yesterday um, on um, his anniversary. And I could tell you the the moment I found out he passed away in 2020, my heart just sank. I was devastated. I mean, every waking moment I was crying. I was like screaming, like, why God, why did this happen to me? Like, why did you leave this person in my life? for you to ultimately five months later take him away um so I I still was you know watching church virtually calling on my mom my dad my siblings my best friends I was just like y'all gonna have to help me because I really just don't know what to think I don't know what to do mm-hmm. um and then January rolls around and I think mentally I dealt with it by just delving myself into delving more into work mm-hmm. I literally had no breaks I kept myself busy to not think about it, but then at night it would hit me. I would cry, I would think about him, and I, and, and I had a few successes um, early 2021. 20, uh, and I remember I was doing, um, I was coordinating, well, not really coordinating, facilitating my first meeting as technology chair for my sorority, and it was a success. I was like, great, I did my first meeting. And the first thought was, call Greg. Let him know that like, you know, you had your first meeting and I realized as I was about to dial his number, he was never going to pick up. So that was like a heart wrenching moment for me. Like, great. Like the person that was like my confidant, the person I could talk to was just no longer there. So it just made me think like, okay, God, you know, made this person come into my life and then for some reason, I don't know, uh, but I think I'm starting to realize it. Um, so I was watching Blacklist of all things, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, it was a part in there where, um, now I can't think of his name, uh, uh, Raymond Reddington was, had, kind of had a, um, a love moment in season eight, and I think it clicked for me, um, why God brought Greg into my life is because he needed that that person to bring him joy, bring him love. Um, because, you know, God knows our numbers. We don't. Yeah. Um, so God chose me as a person, as a vessel to give him love, to bring him joy, bring him happiness. Cause he had, you know, lost his mother, lost his brother. Um, and previous in 2018 and for, for me to be chosen to do that, I, I feel special that God did that. And so I can, relishing knowing that no matter that I had the pain, that there was always happiness with that pain. So I can relish in knowing that God chose me and I can live and be happy uh, knowing that. And it's so beautiful that you can see, you know, uh, although it was, it wasn't what we wanted, it it wasn't (laughs) at all the reality that we wanted, but um, it's beautiful that you can see, still see purpose in, in everything that's happening. Um, and I think it's hard for a lot of people and it, it really shows where you are spiritually as well. And just mm-hmm. um, the ma- level of maturity that you have to, to be able to go beyond like what you're feeling in the present moment, despite everything you've gone through and to be able to see the bigger picture, because um, we, I mean, we all know that our days are numbered and we, we yeah. don't know when we're going to leave. Um, 
but I, I do I do love the fact that you have been able to just push through it and 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 it's not an easy process. It's not. It doesn't matter. If, no. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter if if someone passed a year ago. It doesn't matter if it was twenty years ago, fifty years ago. A loss is a loss. Um, and and it's it is hard. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to ask, you know, um, how are you still coping with it? Because I know it, it can be. It can be easy to put sometimes to put on a strong face. Um, and, and I want to know, how are you still coping with it? What are you doing to to get through the days? You know, sometimes we do think about people. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I know like my mom, for example, like, you know, when she lost her father, um, you know, a lot of the times now her, her mindset has changed to where like when she thinks about him, all she thinks about is like the, the good things and the those good memories. Um, and so I wanted to know, like, how are you, how are you coping with this to this day? Yeah, uh, you touched on some great things. Yes, it's, it's not an easy process. Um, you, you can't put a number or a limit on grief, um, but it does, you know, reflect upon your relationship with God. And even if you aren't, or even if you don't have a relationship with God, the grieving process is, is the same across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, coping with it, I definitely have to read my devotionals. I definitely have a strong support system. So I rely heavily on my parents mm-hmm. um, and, my, and my best friends and my family to, to kind of get me through the day. I sometimes, you know, when there's, when there's no one around, you kind of have to pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, you, you were born into this world by yourself. You're going to leave by yourself. So I always think, okay, well, if no one was around me, how would I do this? So for me, I have to lift myself up, even though I know God is always there. um, I have to make the conscious decision to be happy, Mm -hmm. still, still understand that. Yes, I have, you know, I have a tragic loss, you know, that was a traumatic experience, but still know that, you know, there's, there's still hope for tomorrow. You know, you relish on those memories you know, you hold those dear, like I will look back at his photos of us. I also have a voicemail that I listen to every so often um, just to hear his voice. Um, So it's little things like that. Um, But also I know eventually I do have to move on from that and not saying that I'll, that I'll forget him because I'll never will forget him. It's just the, the, the simple fact of knowing that he was here we had our moments. We have all of these memories. And I can literally thank God that all of those are engraved in my heart forever. So I, I still pray even when I feel so down and out. Yes, I'll cry. because mm-hmm. It's okay. I cried the night before his anniversary for his one year. Mm-hmm. Um, I cried the day of, um, and it's just like moments like this when I'm talking about it and I think of all the great times mm-hmm. and then it just makes me miss them so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not easy, but it is a process. And I think by me talking it out, it helps me. Yeah. Um, and then having other people give me advice it helped me as well because mm-hmm. I had 
other female friends, um, some that were close, some were not, all lost their boyfriends around the same time I lost mine. Mm-hmm. So we were all like a support system for one another. And it was weird that we all lost our boyfriends around the same time. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, things happen for a reason to make you stronger and to kind of help you propel to the next level. Yeah. I mean, there's a message in everything that goes on in life. So I think this definitely made me a stronger person. Mm-hmm. I have my weak moments. It's okay. I know. But I definitely um, rely on my faith in God because without him, I'm nothing. And and I know some people may not want to hear that, but I I can't deny the person (laughs) that gives me life. I can't deny him at all. And I want you to know that, like, and it, it does hurt to, to, you know, see the pain. And but I want you to understand that it, it is OK to just let that out, because it, sometimes we tend to just we don't sometimes we don't know how to handle a situation and, and how to handle our emotions because it's so overwhelming. And yes. sometimes, we can, <laughs> yeah, sometimes we can keep that in. And it's just going to build and build um, until it just comes out and forces its way out. And, and I know every day is, is a new day. I know it takes time. Um, And so it is okay to let those emotions out. It doesn't matter if it's only been a year. It doesn't matter if it's only been six months, you know, your journey is your journey and your healing process is your own. You take as much time as you need to heal um, it doesn't happen overnight. And, no. and, and honestly, no, it doesn't. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know if it ever truly ends. You know, that's a, a question we can ask ourselves. Is, yeah. Does the healing process ever end? Maybe it, it, it really is just a journey, meaning it's just ongoing, you yeah. know, from the day you're here until you, the day you die. And so I'm really just proud of you for, you know, just, just, just being who you are and not only that but staying rooted in your faith as well because mm-hmm. i was definitely going to ask you know has this trial tested your faith and, and tested you spiritually as well in your beliefs because a lot of times people may even take moments like this and they they have two choices they mm-hmm. either stay on the path or they they go away somewhere else and they don't follow Christianity anymore. They don't follow God anymore. And, and these are like very pivotal moments in our lives. Mm -hmm. But like, did this experience, not only with experiencing COVID yourself, but having the loss of somebody very dear to you, um, has this tested your faith? I know you said you, you know, you really did, you really did, um, strengthen your faith in God and, and made it stronger, um, but at any point in time, did it ever test your faith? Good question. And I'm I'm going to say, no, it didn't test my faith. It, it, it made my faith even stronger because that was my reliance factor. Um, I did seek out counseling as well. Um, I went for a very short time. Um, my counselor also dropped me as well. Um, so I was like, well, you know, I mean, I have a psych degree, uh, by no means in my counselor. 
um, but do not have those credentials. But, mm-hmm. and it didn't make me lose any faith in counselors. Um, I just felt that that wasn't for me. That wasn't how I was going to, you know, heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nothing, I have no quarrels against counselors, therapists, anything like that. I guarantee you, people need to use them and people need to use their, those services. Um, but for me, mm-hmm. I self <laughs> counseled myself. <laughs> I was like, okay, Angela, you're a strong person. I have my weak moments. I can't do this by myself. But what I am going to do is, I'm going to seek out avenues. I'm going to research those avenues. I'm going to read. I'm going to, you know, place myself in those, you know, advice books, those counseling books, those, you know, those daily devotionals to get my mind prepared. Um, and no, you, 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 you can't do it by yourself. And it is an ongoing process. Um, and you have to, you have to let yourself grieve. You know, there will be moments where I could literally be driving out of town and it hit me and I'll just cry while I was driving. And I'm like, I needed that release or I'll be on social media and I'll hear a a inspirational word. And I'm just like, God, now, uh, you know, I needed that. And I did. And I'll just do like a little shouting session. Like that's just the message I needed or a family member or one of my best friends, Camille, or one of my sorority sisters would send me a message. And I'm like, are y'all in my head? Like, this is exactly what I needed or like you unique or um, jazz or any of those would just send me messages or send me a funny video and mm-hmm. it'll brighten up my day. And I'd be like, okay, I was in a, a little funk, mm-hmm. but I needed that pick me up. So in the most inopportune moments of despair, God sends someone to help you through it. And I have had so many of those God sent someone to help me moments Mm -hmm. that I was just like, okay, I can actually get through this. Mm -hmm. And that is literally how I have been making it. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I throw myself into giving advice to other people because as I'm giving them advice, I can hear the message and say, Angela, you need to be telling yourself this. And so I'm like, okay, Angela. What you just told that person, preach it to yourself mm-hmm. because that message was actually needed for you. Yeah. Um, so staying grounded and I don't know, I'm, I've always been a person that liked to help others. And then when it the tables turned when I needed people, I'm just like, I don't even know how to feel. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to accept Not this help. you're used to, you know, no. new territory, <laughs> being on the other side. Oh, it it was so, I was not used to that. I'm like, okay, I'm always like giving, but I'm just like, now God is saying like, it's time for people to pour into you. Like your cup has runneth over now and it has actually runneth over and have been emptied out several times. So now let people pour into you. And I think most people don't understand that you need to be poured into as well. As much as you give out, you need to receive. Absolutely. Um, And it's not, anything material wise, great. It's great to always receive something material, but sometimes you just might need, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. it's good to see you smile. It's good to see your face. You know, a, a compliment goes a long way mm-hmm. and you never know what someone is going through. Cause most people for me, and you did bring up something, I do mask my pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I will sit there <laughs> 
feeling so distraught, so emotional, so overtaken, and I will barrel through it because that's just who I am. And no one will know that this girl just cried in her car before she came in here. This girl does not feel anything that's going on today, but I will break out that smile and I will go for it just because it's kind of how we condition ourselves to be in the world. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like robots because we don't want to let other people in, but we we need to. And, and it's a part of life. Just because God says like, you need someone, you need a helpmate, but you also need friends. Yeah. Jesus had 12 disciples, right? <laughs> so we need some friends. Right. <laughs> I love that example though. <laughs> oh no, we weren't designed so to one, be and one stabbed him in his back too, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> you know, friends, friends are, uh, yeah, friends are different. Uh, you, you will, I mean, literally as you progress and mature in life, Mm-hmm. You would know that, like, yeah, your circle will become smaller and smaller mm-hmm. because some friends are, as we've heard, seasonal. Yeah. Some friends come in just to teach you something, mm-hmm. while other friends are there for lifelong friendship. Right. So as you mature in life, you will understand, as the old folks say, by and by, yes. <laughs> what life is about. And when I tell you, <laughs> at the ripe age of 31... <laughs> I understand what my parents said when they mean just keep living. Just keep and you will understand. You will understand. Oh my gosh, just keep living. Yeah, and you will understand by and by what mm-hmm. you know, what life is and what life is to be. Right. And I know you mentioned earlier, like basically, community is important. And absolutely, um, I I didn't. for myself I didn't even know that until like last year and Ah. crazy how like and you were you you played a role in that you and Jasmine um and a lot of the other girls in our our group um like when I was going through things and stuff and and it really taught me how important it is to have people around you because I'm just like you where I will mask my emotions and just just get through the day (laughs) cry in my car (laughs) cry in the house cry on, on the way to work have a meltdown on the freeway, <laughs> but I'm, I'm smiling at work and school. And what oh, I'm yeah. so, um, I wanted to know, like, I know you mentioned the resources that you use, you did try out therapy, um, mm-hmm. and it may not have been for you, or that at least that, that sp- specific, um, therapist may not have been for you. Yeah. And, um, I know th- today a lot of people have, I don't even want to say glamorized therapy or made it trendy, but, um, I would say in, in one aspect, it has become that, but in another aspect, I'm, I'm really glad that a lot more awareness is being brought to it, especially oh, yeah. people who um, are people of color, who are minorities, Black people, brown people, like a lot of people from our communities don't have those necessary resources and may not have the access to it. And so a lot of generations before us um, they were really just in survival mode. And so a lot of the times they couldn't access the resources that we do today. And it's just amazing to see that we do, um, Mm -hmm. or that we are able to have that opportunity. And so I wanted to ask, um, aside from, from the uh, therapy, what other like resources, um, did you seek out for help or for guidance? Cause 
I know like there's, um, I'm not quite sure how it is with therapy, but I know that there's, you know, the licensed people that like are mm-hmm. strictly there to give an unbiased, like, you know, guidance yeah. or help. Um, <laughs> but I also know because you're rooted in, in your spiritual life and, and Christianity mm-hmm. and your relationship with God, you know, I've also heard of uh, Christian counselors as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the same thing, but um, I was wondering, like, have you considered that uh, avenue and what other resources have you um, relied on as you have been going through this process? Yeah. Um, so, yes, I did talk to a couple pastors um, as far as, you know, spiritual counselors. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few of those are actually licensed counselors. Okay. Um, so I did ask those, ask them questions. Um but I really haven't sought out really any other services. Um, I know my my sorority has been a big help for the sisterhood aspect of it. Um, they've definitely um, helped me stay strong. I mean, constant texting, constant phone calls, um, sending me, you know, um, cards in the mail, um, you know, just checking up on me. But personally, no, I really haven't tried out any other services. And I do want to. Um, because it's it's definitely needed because like you said, you know, the grieving process may never end. It may be a journey. It may, you know, end when, you know, I pass away mm-hmm. um, when I'm 200 or something, you know, <laughs> um, but, but, you know, I, I don't know. I, I have talked to some social workers uh, because a few of them are grief counselors. So mm-hmm. I have talked to a few of those as well. Um, but nothing where it's been constant. Mm-hmm. And maybe I do need to try it back out to to see um, where it leads me. Um, because I think I, I'm, I, I really need all the help I can get. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my faith is strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and not saying anything bad about that. I just, I don't know. Sometimes I just don't know what to think. Mm-hmm. Um, and people will ask me how I feel and I'm just like, oh, I feel good. And then I'll send the message and then I'll reply again. Like, you know what? I really don't know what to feel. Mm-hmm. I think I, I, I've been through it. I know how it made me feel, but I'm just here and I can't explain it. I can't explain that feeling. Um, and, and I don't know. If, and that, that's yeah. just your real feelings and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so people ask me that and I'm just like, I, I don't know what to feel. I, I, I miss them. And, you know, I can, I can say things like that. And, and it, it was, and even earlier this year, August, September, both of my parents were diagnosed with COVID at the same time. Mm. So I was dealing with a heavy load at work, going to their home, like every day after work, dropping stuff off at their porch, making sure they were good to go. They were, they it was like the sickest I've ever seen my parents in my life. And it scared me because I didn't want to lose them, you know? And I would sit there and cry like, God, like, I was like, don't take my parents away from me. (laughs) I was like, who am I, who am I going to talk to every day? Because I talked to my parents every single day and um, God sustained them. He, He brought them through COVID, but it was just, and I don't allow stress to show um, I will literally barrel through anything. Um, even if I'm like high key or, or low key stressed, I will still make sure anything that is given to me is done with extreme perfection and, and other things. Um, because I'm, I'm a highly organized person. So I'm, I'm not going to let personal things and other things deter me from my goal. 
Um, but there again, I'm human. Right. I need to relax. I need to have those moments where, you know, you you have to let out a let out a breath. You know, just sigh, just do something. You know, go for a five minute walk. So that's really what I started incorporating when I worked at uh, my previous institution. I would get up from my desk. I would go on a, like a five minute walk, listen to some music, or maybe a ten minute walk. We I think we can get like fifteen minute breaks. And then I'll just walk around and then I'll be recharged Mm -hmm. or we would do like um, a mindfulness meditation Mm -hmm. and that would literally help me. So that's another thing. I just thought about that. That was another resource. That is another. Um, Yeah. That, that meditation moment where you're just blocking out everything and just focusing on yourself and and refocusing your mind and relaxing yourself. So yes, that was another resource that I did. Um, so, um, <laughs> I, I, I think I've, I've been doing pretty good, but I know that I, I'm still struggling in areas that I probably haven't even thought of yet. Mm-hmm. And sometimes so. you may not even know until like, I, I'm not saying this will happen, but you know, for different people, like sometimes it may take a moment where you're triggered and you, and you learn something new about yourself, like, um, and how you respond to certain things. And I think sometimes those moments are necessary. And uh, Mm -hmm. so that way we can grow, we can heal and get better. How will we know what it is that we're healing from when we haven't necessarily been gone through those, those trigger moments or those, those times. And and then we can learn to manage that and, and just get better as the time goes on. Um, and so I uh, thank you so much for sharing that. And I know that like with last year or uh, really this year, 2021 at the beginning of the year, like 2021 was definitely just for some <laughs> reason, it felt like everybody was just so ready for a new year. There was something so significant yes. about <laughs> having a new year, even though we were still going, it didn't change anything, mm-hmm. but it just represented moving forward and, and oh, yeah. new possibilities. And so um, we're kind of right back at that same space again, New Year's, yes, we are. a couple of weeks away. And so I wanted to ask, what is something that you're looking forward to as we approach the new year, 2022? Oh, loaded question. Um. <laughs> and it can be anything, you know, whether if it's related to, you know, just your personal journey of healing or um, any goals that you have for yourself. Yeah, um, definitely want to heal more from um, the trauma that I uh, went through. But also, like I said before, it, it was kind of a blessing in disguise. I don't know if that makes sense to everyone, but it makes sense to me. Yeah. Because, you know, you have a storm, but there's also a rainbow mm-hmm. um, at the end of that. So it definitely taught me. Um, it actually taught me that I was stronger than I thought I was Um, it definitely peaked up on my strength I'm also definitely looking forward to the leadership institute that um, I was awarded I um, am a new leader Um, I'm in the new leaders council Oklahoma chapter I'm a 2022 fellow, so I'm looking forward to okay. meeting my cohort and learning new things. Yes, thank <laughs> you. And, you know, learning new things about the community and how we can make it a more equal and just um, state and learning how to, you know, do things and enhance my skill set. 
Um, one thing I do need to learn about is fundraising because mm-hmm. I do not have, I mean, as a kid, you know, you sell like little candy bars and things like right. that, but like <laughs> the background of fundraising, like I am so ready to learn that part because it just adds to, you know, my whole repertoire of, you know, things that I have. Um, I'm also looking forward to, you know, um, spending more time with family. Family is everything. Um, and gaining new friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be traveling maybe one time mm-hmm. um, <laughs> in the new year because mm-hmm. I hardly ever take any breaks. I have probably not had a a vacation in years. So I really just want to take some time. time. Long overdue. <laughs> it is long overdue. So yeah. I really want to take some time and relax and just and just have some me time. Yeah. Because I'm constantly always on the go. And you know this. So yes. uh. <laughs> <laughs> you need to slow down and, and just take a moment for yourself. Like it, it's okay. And I, I really think that, you know, this that this new year hopefully will bring about so many just great things and, and great moments and growth as well. Um, Absolutely, yes. Just, just not only for for you, but for just everyone. I think it's 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 time to to shift away from this pandemic. I don't know if when I tell you, <laughs> but <laughs> but we are getting more people vaccinated, or like yeah. some people like to say, vaccinated. So we're getting <laughs> vaccinated, and and hopefully we are are continuing to just get to a better place. Yeah, um, I know, think. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think definitely think this pandemic, you know, reshaped the minds of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely reshaped the world as we see it. Um, and, you know, we, you know, there would never be a t- another year of 2019 again. It was like the last, like, I don't want to say free oh year, we, <laughs> but it's literally yeah. the, like the last free year that we're probably ever going to have moving forward and, you know, in our futures to come. But it definitely changed the mindset of people. And I think the pandemic really should have brought the whole world together more. Mm-hmm. We need we needed that support. Um, although there's a, a lot of division, but I feel that people have come to support each other more. You know, all of these food services that are out there, you know, community events helping one another, um, people opening up their homes, people opening up their businesses. And, you know, more businesses are running more efficient. You know, most businesses don't need a brick and mortar anymore. Mm-hmm. They're learning that we can work from home. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It. I'm definitely looking for a, a better supportive and loving 2022 mm-hmm. because we need it. You know, we have so many, so much devastation in the world as it is. I mean, we, we don't need to relive out 2020 or 2021 again. You know, 2022 needs to be a fresh start. Um, and I am I am working on that fresh start. So 2022 will be different, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited too, and I'm excited for you. Um, and my last question before we wrap up would be, um, just if if there would be any piece of advice you could give to someone who um, is currently in their healing process, what would that be? Oh man, stay true to yourself. Um, if you need support get that support. Don't sit there and try to battle something on your own um, because it's it it's going to get worse before it gets better. Um, and if you have your faith, rely on it. Mm-hmm. And just because you ask for something doesn't mean God's going to answer you right there and then. Mm-hmm. 
If he may bring <laughs> right. it to you, he may, hey, hey, listen here. He may bring it to you. Right. But it's going to be on his time, not yours. And just bask in the moment. You have life. So live it to the fullest. And step out on faith. Um, so basically, I, I know one thing is, um, for we walk by faith and not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, live by that, you know, have faith as small as a mustard seed, because if you are going to rely on, you know, other people to bring you happiness, you're never going to get it. Yeah. So it has to start from within, and then it will shine outwards. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that piece of advice and um, just taking the time out to just tell tell your story um, and, and where you're going now. And um, I'm just so happy that you could come on here. And I know that people are just going to love to just hear about you um, and will be able to relate to you and, and learn a lot from this episode. And so, again, just thank you so much for coming on. Um, and I hope y'all really enjoyed this episode. And so we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for having me.